Welcome, ladies, to the Women's Health Happy Hour podcast. My name is Dr. Dawn Andalone. I am a women's health physical therapist, author, educator, and co-owner of Level 4 PT and Wellness. And this podcast is informative but lighthearted, and we discuss all things women's health in order for you to lead an active and vibrant lifestyle. So cheers, and let's get started. Cheers, ladies. Thank you for listening to the Women's Health Happy Hour podcast. How are you? I'm going to raise my glass. I don't know what you're drinking, but I have some Chardonnay. It's really good. And maybe you're drinking some coffee. Maybe you're taking a walk. Whatever you are doing, thank you for listening and supporting this podcast. I am going to talk about the top core exercises that you're probably not doing. And if you are doing, maybe you'll learn something new about why you should be doing them and what you should focus on. When we get asked a lot of times about how you can be able to stop back pain or what you need to do to tone your abs, um, maybe you don't realize, but really the core, that whole buzzword, the core, makes up more than just your abs. There is your superficial abdominals, the ones that create that six-pack abs, but really we're talking about those deeper layer of muscles. It's called your transverse abdominus muscle, and it wraps around your spine like a corset, and it really helps to protect your back, and when you work that muscle and you train it in a certain way, it actually helps tone your midsection from the inside out. So we're going to talk about today, how do you actually do that? What else is part of the core? Well, you have your diaphragm at the top part. Your diaphragm controls your breathing and it rises and lowers with breathing. And so think of that like the top part of what makes up your core. And the bottom part is your pelvic floor muscles. Maybe you've heard me talk on other podcasts about what your pelvic floor muscles do, but they're the muscles that support your pelvic bones and your organs, pelvic organs like your bladder, uterus, rectum, and they're right between your legs. And those hidden muscles actually carry a lot of importance when it comes to sexual function, when it comes to bladder and bowel control. They're so important in order to stabilize your lower part of your core and stabilize your the midsection of your body. And then in your the back part of what makes up your core are your multifidus muscles, and those are the stabilizing muscles. The fancy term is multifidus and multifidi, and they connect to each level of your spine in order to stabilize your back when you twist, turn, bend, and move. So if we think of those four areas, your transverse abdominus, your pelvic floor, your tr- your multifidi muscles, and your diaphragm. That really all together makes up your core. So if you hear core exercises, what do you think of? Many people think of crunches or planks. What is it when you're using your core and why do you even need to work your core? So your core really is the center of your body and it helps control your movements. So if you're going to 
run or you're going to do any quick movements, you're going to bend, you're going to grab something off the floor. It's that middle part of your body that really stabilizes your back and allows your limbs to move freely around it. So if you don't have stability around the midsection of your body, that's where a lot of breakdown can happen with having issues of back pain, having what's called diastasis recti or like a separation of your abdominal muscles many times happens after pregnancy or you start having some pelvic floor symptoms like leaking when you cough, sneeze, run or jump or having any bladder issues. So we see this a lot and once you have a symptom that's kind of like a red flag that something is off and your core is not functioning properly. So what do you need to do? Well, step one we teach people is to work on some basic breathing exercises. That's really sounds um, very elementary and almost like too silly to focus on. But if you think about retraining that midsection of your body, you have to get the breathing down. And what do I mean by that? How do you practice that? Well, there's a couple different ways, but what we like to do is just focus on slowing down your breath and trying to get that air down into your belly or lower into your torso rather than breathing from your shoulders and your neck and your chest. And one way that we train people to do this is taking, you can try it right now. Maybe you have your glass of wine or your coffee, but put it down and try with me. So you're going to take an inhale through your nose and you're going to exhale through your mouth. And when you do that, you're going to make your lips like a little bit of a fish face or um, purse lip breathing is what we call it. So if you take a deep inhale and you count to about three or four seconds and then you exhale. And you exhale for three or four seconds. You're going to think about getting that air all the way down to your belly when you inhale. So you can even see your belly button kind of poke out or breathe all the way down into your pelvis. So get that air nice and deep. And then as you exhale, you're concentrating on letting all that air out. This is going to, uh, one way we do this also is we may use some cueing of our hands like around your rib cage, something to think about your ribs actually opening and closing like an umbrella from side to side. So you're breathing many times. It happens in people from their neck and their chest and they just see the rise and fall of their chest, especially when you're stressed. But you want to think of the, about that air going deeper. So belly breathing, diaphragmatic breathing, or rib cage breathing, all of that we use to train um, people when they are having any painful symptoms or maybe they're just training their core to work again. We use Pilates a lot, and if you have never tried Pilates, this is kind of one of the foundations of it to really train your brain to connect to your core, and breathing is the foundation of everything you do. There's really a lot of power in breathing, and this is going to train your diaphragm to move accordingly. So your diaphragm has to fall and rise with your breathing. And so taking it slow, working on belly breathing, maybe place your hands over your belly button and lie down on your back with your knees bent 
and just do some slow deep breaths to inhale through your nose and exhale through your mouth and what that does is just trains that muscle to work again many times if you have back pain it shuts off and your breathing is altered and you have to train your diaphragm again just like it's like any other muscle in your body you need to train it so that would be step number one and then step number two, two is we try to coordinate that breathing with your transverse abdominus muscle, that deepest layer of your core. And we're talking about not your six-pack rectus abdominis abs. <laughs> we're talking about that deeper layer. So if you add the breathing, stay with me. You're going to inhale through your nose. You stay nice and relaxed on the inhale. And then you exhale. And as you exhale, you're going to think of gently drawing in those muscles from your lower belly button, just a tad, like 50% of your pressure, not too much. So you hear some people say, draw your navel to your spine. We don't necessarily want to do that or think of putting on a tight pair of tight jeans because you're almost going to tense up too much where you can't breathe. So the important part is to add the breathing with it. So on the exhale, you're going to just draw those lower belly muscles in just slightly, and then you're going to let it go on the inhale. So you may practice this like 10 times, but this is another way that you can Place your fingertips right on the crease where your hip bones are in the front and just walk them in like less than an inch and you may feel those muscles tense up if you try to tense that lower belly. You may feel them kind of tense and tighten under your fingertips. So walking you through some breathing and transverse abdominus activation exercises is really going to train those initial muscles and we really break this down on a deeper level because a lot of people don't know how to do this it's really surprising and if you don't know how to do the very simple basic things then your sequencing is going to be off and when you go to do higher intensity exercises or work on abdominal exercises. If you're now activating those deeper muscles, you're really not doing it right. And you're actually going to tone your midsection even better from the inside out if you train these muscles first. So breaking it down for you. And my background comes from Pilates as well. So this is something we work on with a lot of our clients just to be able to Start with the basics, but in a way that it actually makes it pretty challenging. We have people sweat in some of these types of very concentrated exercises. So next thing is what are some of the core exercises? When you think about core, we've gotten down a little bit of activation work, but let's talk about crunches versus planks. What should you be doing? So with all the buzz on ways to train your core, there are tons of ways, but really the premise is you stabilize your torso while your arms and legs are moving and you want to keep your breathing going. So if you're doing a core exercise and you're holding your breath, you're taking away that first step I taught you and it's really not going to do your body a service. You, <laughs> you want to put it all together. So we usually say when you're actually going through the work, you, that's on your exhale. It does depend on the exercise. There's no right or wrong way actually to do it, but this is where you're going to create more stress and tension on your torso. If you're exhaling at the same time that the movement is harder, you'll actually 
um, work your body more efficiently too. So we love using like, the physio balls or Pilates um, equipment or things that are going to move your limbs and make it challenging or move your body, but you're going to think about stabilizing your torso and staying stable. Um, some of the basics, if you don't have equipment, is starting with what's called a dead bug exercise. So you're lying down on your back, you have your knees up at like a 90 degree angle right over your hips, and your knees are bent. And then your arms are going to be up over your chest, so arms are straight up toward the ceiling. And you start with that inhale, and then as you exhale, you're going to drop the opposite arm and leg away from each other. So it's like you're moving them away from each other, but trying to really stabilize your spine and your midsection by staying in the same place. And then you would bring it back to center and you would repeat again. Some of these exercises we do have on our YouTube channel. You can go over there if you look up level four PT and wellness. Um, but that's called the dead bug exercise or dying bug. That's a really great way to work on just stability of the torso while you start moving your arms and legs and can be broken down as a very basic exercise if you're having some back pain or you're um, trying to just work on the basics. So that is a great one. Next up, we don't usually give um, crunches and those kind of exercises, especially during any sort of rehab phase down the road with Pilates on the equipment. Yes, we do flexion type exercises and curling up. But to start off, you really want to keep your body, your torso, or like that middle part of your body from your breastbone down to your pelvis, um, nice and stable while you move your arms and legs. We do love planks. Um, you can't go wrong with those. And if you are a mom that is concerned about diastasis recti or having any separation of your abs, you might want to check first. If you are getting that like doming or tenting or something looks kind of strange at your belly, if you do try to do a plank, that you probably want some guidance first and, and dial it down to some of the basics. But that's not to say you can't ever do planks. I definitely did planks after I had a pretty significant diastasis, but I learned how to do them correctly. And breathing has a lot of lot to do with that. So we do love planks because you're keeping your body stable. And once you can get that down and be able to breathe while you're in that plank, you're not holding your breath and you can do them on your hands or, or on your forearms. Um, but front planks and side planks are a great way to start. And once you've got that down, you can hold it for a minimum of like 45 seconds to a minute, I say minimum, then we start adding some fun to it. So you can do it with lifting a leg. We sometimes do side planks and we use our pulleys and you're pulling with the top arm like a rowing motion. Um, so you're adding some instability in your arms and legs while your torso is staying stable. So those are all great ways to use your core. Um, to repeat again, we love the dying bug exercise. We love planks. We love stability exercises using the Pilates reformer. And there are so many more. I mean, we could go on and on about core exercises, but they are very individualized depending on the issue that you might be dealing with or what your goal is. Um, there's even specialized types of core exercises that we incorporate more hip power and hip mobility and strength in um, when it comes to runners or athletes too. So 
I just want to share that because there's a lot of misconception about what really the core is and how it's made up of four different areas. And you should be training it in different ways, not always by crunches or planks, but changing up your routine. And if you have any questions about this, I would invite you to go over to level4pt.com. You can contact us for a phone call and we'd love to talk you through it. So cheers to your fitness routine. Cheers. Or whatever you are working on at this stage in your life, we are here for you. I hope you have a wonderful evening and thanks for joining me. Next up, we are doing a fun interview with the ladies in my office all about a topic I don't even want to mention right now. <laughs> so you got to tune in. But thanks for listening and we'll talk. see you soon. If you are a woman over 40, I can so sympathize with you. So even because I'm in healthcare, I'm not immune to having these chronic little aches and pains that have popped up since I've hit my 40s. If you're in your 40s, 50s, or 60s, and maybe you're waking up with this stiff and achy neck or newfound back pain when you're sitting in a chair for too long, or maybe even you try to go and exercise, but your knee is bothering you. We hear this all the time, and that's why my husband, Oscar, and I wrote Thrive Not Survive Over 40, and this book is the ultimate guide to become more active and mobile, free from painkillers and surgeries, so you can get the most enjoyment out of life. And this product is the last 17 years, really, of our experience working with clients and helping them avoid any unnecessary surgeries or any invasive treatments. And it teaches you the mistakes to avoid when it comes to your health. So you can really live a life being more enjoyable and active and do the things that you love. So you can find this book, Thrive Not Survive Over 40, over on our website. It's on our homepage, level4pt.com. That's level4pt.com. Or you can visit Amazon and purchase it there. Thrive Not Survive Over 40. I hope you enjoy it, and it also makes a great gift for someone else you love in their 40s, 50s, or 60s. The information given on this podcast is not intended to apply to every individual's potential in injury. It is impossible to give 100% complete accurate diagnosis and prognosis without a thorough physical examination. The information provided is not meant as a substitute for your own professional advice from a healthcare provider or other medical professional. Under no circumstances will Level 4 Physical Therapy and Performance Incorporated or any of our other professionals be liable for any damage caused by reliance on the information that we make available on this podcast.